Transferring wealth successfully starts with asking yourself questions that will give your family a better life now and for generations to come. In this podcast, financial professionals John and Michael from Copper Beach Financial Group guide you through eye-opening questions to help you discover the truth about your wealth. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to The Truth About Wealth with John and Michael Paris of Copper Beach Financial Group. Today, Michael is running solo. Michael, how are you? I'm good, Eric. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You, you brought a guest on the show. We were chatting before we started to hit record button. I'm really excited about what you guys are talking about. Who you bring on? Yes, yeah, so this is. Uh, I, I've been looking forward to this one for a little while now. I have Mr. Isaac Downing from Capstan Tax Strategies with us. Isaac, how are you? Hey, Michael. Thank you. Doing doing great. Thank you for having me on board today. Yeah, no. So I wanted to start off. So the topic we're going to cover today is one that is more geared towards uh, real estate clients or or commercial real estate owners, and that involves cost segregation. And the reason why we wanted to bring Isaac on is we've had a lot of conversations with our clients that own commercial real estate that really haven't heard of this cost segregation study that Isaac's going to enlighten us on today. So we thought that this would be a really good topic for our listeners that own commercial real estate and or those that are thinking about owning commercial real estate, because this can really provide a big tax benefit uh, to those to those real estate owners. So, uh, Isaac, thank you again for being on today. Um, maybe you can give a little bit of history of yourself and your company, and then we can jump into what cost segregation is and how it works. Yeah, thank you, Michael. You know, you're 100 right. This is an amazing, powerful tool for anybody with real estate property that they're renting out or leasing out, um, especially right now. You know, given the different tax legislation law. Um, we can talk a little bit more later on throughout our podcast, but you know, if, if you have any real estate, you really need to listen to something like this and really understand it because it is a powerful tool that will help you increase your cash flow and definitely get the benefit you deserve. Um, so just a little bit about us, firm. Uh, we are called Capstan Tax Strategies. We are based in Philadelphia. We are an engineer-based tax service firm. What we do is we collide here. We basically we partner up here with different CPAs, commercial real estate investors, and other tax practitioners and help them do the heavy lifting by doing cost segregation studies, fixed asset regulations, unit of property reports. Um, so our firm, like I said, is based in Philadelphia. We have offices throughout the United States and engineers strategically placed so we can visit any property that you guys may have. I like to say our team has over 100 years of experience, probably pushing around more along the lines of 10,000 successful reports and full compliance with IRS. So like I said, it is an amazing strategy that I'm glad to be a part of. Excellent. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is going to be exciting. So let's let's jump into it. So again, we're going to talk about cost segregation studies. So give our audience a little bit of history on what this is and when it was formed and, and sort of the benefits that come from it. Yeah, not a problem. So cost segregation has been around for quite a while here. It's been, a, you know, like I said, a powerful tool. Initially started off with investment tax credits component depreciation. Something that really came into play was the major tax form of 86. Well, we're not jumping too deep in the past of the history. You know, one of the major court cases that really established cost segregation was a hospital corporation versus America. Now, you know, not jumping too deep into the actual trial itself, but what they were arguing was the hospital corporation was saying certain components in the commercial real estate building, whether it be the hospital or any medical office building, had a shorter asset life. We're talking about the electrical components. 
generally the IRS says that a commercial real estate building has a useful life of 39 years. That means each year you depreciate throughout 39 years. But what the hospital corporation was arguing was certain components are not 39-year assets. We're talking about x-ray machines. We're talking about the specialty electrical components that deal with MRI machines and different special medical equipment. Those had a shorter asset life of five years. They were able to successfully win that and thus really establish cost segregation as as an IRS-approved tool. That really kind of put us on the map there. Excellent. So, so if I'm understanding this, this cost segregation concept, like you mentioned, certain commercial real estate or pretty much all commercial real estate buildings have this, this 39-year lifespan, if you will, in terms of how they can be depreciated. And, and walk a little bit, if you don't mind, through the how depreciation works and, and how that affects maybe cash flow for real estate owners and tax liability. Yeah, absolutely. So you have cost segregation and now you have Commercial real estate have a useful life of 39 years. Residential real estate has 27 and a half years. What that basically does is it it allows the individual who has the property to take depreciation on that property throughout that course of its lifetime. Now, the IRS allows certain assets to be taken at a shorter asset life, five, seven for personal property, 15 year being for land improvements. So by carving out and segregating these specific assets in the shorter asset life, the depreciation of, of that of those assets are then accelerated. Now, guys, the reason why we do this is because accelerated depreciation is a tax deferral that increases cash flow. And Michael, you understand what's going on with the economy these days. We don't want to leave anything on there. You know, a lot of things are changing. A lot of moving parts are going on here with the IRS and different tax reforms. So, you know, we want to really take advantage of it while we can, especially receiving this bonus depreciation that's in play now. Um, time value of money is definitely big. You know, a dollar today, as we can see in the economy going on there, is not going to be the same as a dollar tomorrow. So we want to take advantage of this tax uh, savings while we can. Yeah, I mean, it's it. I think we were talking before we started recording, but it's. I mean, every time, almost every time, we talk to a client that owns commercial real estate, they they haven't heard of this cost segregation study, and it 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 always it kind of baffles me. But walk a little bit around. Is this something that CPAs typically understand upfront when they're working with their clients that on commercial real estate or from your experience, do you see this as being something that you guys get brought in and it's sort of this light bulb moment and then you're moving forward from there? That That's at least been my experience in working with clients. No, you're hundred percent right, Michael. That's, it is, it's, um, it's a mixture of both. You know, we have some CPAs that really understand it. We have some that not, not to say that Every CPA does not really understand what we're what we're doing here. The thing is, you know, you can't be a CPA and know everything. You can't be a jack of all trades. Either you're going to be a right. great CPA focusing on partnerships, maybe family trust. This is more of an engineer-based tax study that we do. We so we partner along with the CPAs and really help them and provide them the detail needed for this actual report. The reason it's an engineer-based tax uh, study is because we're valuing out the structure versus actual personal property. So our engineers are looking at blueprints. They're looking at Alta forms. They're looking at different appraisals. They're looking at aerial views of the property. You know, they're walking the property. They're going on top of the roofs. They're really breaking down each specific assets in order to really accelerate that depreciation. Yeah, that's certainly not something that the average uh, CPA, I don't think, would be doing. Not that I would expect them to do that. That's a pretty involved process. So that I think that's a nice bridge into maybe talking a little bit about how 
your firm works with clients that maybe want to undergo this type of study. Walk us a little bit through sort of the process, the logistics of how that study would work. Right. So it's it's really not that difficult for us to give you an estimate of benefit analysis. You know, we need minimal information. We would base we would need your your uh, address of the property, obviously. We don't need to understand what type of property is it. It can be a medical office building. Are we using this for a CPA type office? You know, these things vary, especially when you're talking about the actual depreciable items we're able to take. So what we would need is your actual uh, address of the property, when you purchase the property for depreciation purposes, and how much you purchase the property. From there, our team will take it and review the property. We'll have our engineers go out and assess it and uh, give you an estimate of benefit analysis. We'll then look at you know the amount of amount of time it's going to take in order to do this cost segregation study. We'll give you a quote on our fee, and then we'll partner up here with your CPA to really understand your taxable liability. Do the do the actual study and provide the CPA with the actual study. For there, they'll be able to accelerate your depreciation and offset your taxable liability. And so, is this it, does this work best with? newly acquired real estate, or if somebody has owned a property for, let's say, just say 10 years, is is this study available to any owner of commercial property? Walk us a little bit through that side of the of this study here. You know, I get that question quite a bit, and I want everybody to really understand that cost segregation can, first of all, be done on any type of real estate. Anything as small as a $100,000 property that you may have bought in Tucson, Arizona, to a $100 million skyscraper that you're having downtown LA. Um, so it can be done on anything. Now I get this question a lot, can it be done in an older building? Absolutely. We have to look on the taxable basis amount. If we're talking about a smaller uh, single family residential home that you've had already for 15 years, it may not be something that we wanna do considering that the useful life of that, that residential building is only 27 and a half year life. But let's just say you had a building you had a commercial real estate office building you have here for five or maybe even six years. You know, there could be a, a large basis amount. Maybe you bought that commercial real estate building for $5 million and there's still an additional million dollars of depreciation left. Absolutely. So it is a powerful tool. Ideally, you want to do it when you purchase an actual property. But if your taxable liability isn't there and you don't necessarily need it, you can wait. You don't have to amend your return. You simply have to follow a 3115. And again, you want to take advantage of this while we can. 2022 being the last year of bonus depreciation at 100%. So uh, I've definitely seen a lot of real estate investors taking advantage of this study, utilizing it to free up some additional cash flow and going out and buying another property. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, and we're we're going to have uh, hopefully you on again for another another episode here where I'd really love to hear more about those those types of case study stories in terms of being able to utilize some of this extra cash flow that comes from these studies to maybe buy another property, like you said, or use that cash flow for some other planning need. I, I think that that's, I mean, that's really where the rubber hits the road. But I, I wanted to maybe stay on this topic of maybe who would qualify. Is there anyone that that doesn't qualify for this? And 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 I I, I want to couch that in. I'd like you to also maybe talk about uh, the the upfront cost for your. Uh, initial analysis, because if I remember correctly, I don't believe you charge for for that initial analysis. So it seems like from my standpoint, there's a very low barrier to entry for someone wanting to look at this. But I do also want you to talk about maybe who it doesn't fit for. Right. So 
you know, the analysis, like you said, Michael, it is 100% free of charge. If you have one property, if you have 15 properties, we, you know, we gladly look at each specific one of them. We'll then ask you about your taxable liability. Do we even need a cost segregation study? You know, right. we have to make sure that you're you're going to qualify for it. We'll then look at the property. How long have you had the property for? If we're talking about something you've had for 50 years, it's maybe not going to qualify on there. But if you're talking about something you've had, like we're talking about a little earlier for five, 10 years, or maybe you're just thinking of acquiring a property, you know, we can run the numbers for you. We'll let you know. And then we can discuss your taxable liability. If you had a portfolio of 10 properties, maybe you only need to do cost segregation on two of the properties. We can save some of the properties for years later. Or um, those are the type of things that we'll kind of look at first. Now, the next question was, what type of people don't necessarily fit in this mold? You right. know, it is, it's, it's tough because everybody can definitely benefit from this. Whether you have a taxable liability or not, or whether you would like to take carry forward the actual loss, you can do that as well too. So, you know, anybody with commercial real estate that they've had, or even residential real estate, like we're talking about earlier, can really take advantage of this. Now, some clients that may not be interested in doing something, maybe you purchased a portfolio of properties in a partnership, and some of the partners are not, uh, cannot utilize that taxable liability. That could be a reason. Maybe they come from institutional funds. We're talking about maybe an insurance pension fund that has uh, some real estate component to it. They might not be interested in it. A real estate investment trust, because the way the taxable liability is passed on to the shareholders are generally not going to be interested in a cost segregation study. But in very many cases, they are. So I'm, I, we do deal with some real estate investment trusts out there that really see the, the benefit of a cost segregation study. Yeah, so when, interesting. I really, when I really think about it, I think that you know everybody should really take advantage of it and really understand these depreciation laws because you can carry forward this loss if you had it. Um, really understanding this, this tool is only going to be beneficial for any type of real estate investor you have. Um, another person that may not be interested in would be somebody that's looking into flipping houses or flipping commercial real estate. Because there are uh, a thing called re uh, depreciation recapture when you sell an actual property, You know, we want to make sure that you're going to be holding on to the property for at least three to five years before you sell the property when doing one of these case studies. That would okay. allow the depreciation to recapture itself and thus not being able to pay such a large uh, capital gains. You know, the IRS out there, Michael, you understand that they're going to want to get their piece as well. You can't go ahead and do this great study, take a lot of depreciation, and then go out and sell it without the, you thinking that the IRS is not going to come after you as well. So, Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we talk a lot about at Copper Beach when we work with the family and bringing in experts in these various areas, and, and your firm would be one in this, in this cost segregation world because I think you would agree this is not something that the property owner has experience doing themselves. Most CPAs probably do not as well. Maybe like you said, some uh, have experience doing these types of studies, but you certainly want to make sure that you're partnering with experts to do this properly because like anything else, if it's not done properly, that's where it's where you'd get into some trouble. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen some CPAs attempt it. They're doing, it just depends on how deep you really want to dive into this. You know, we're allocating costs like soft costs and construction costs that we do appropriately. We have all the detail. I've seen some cost segregation reports that maybe somebody decided to go on the cheaper route and do that, uh, that don't have the detail that's really needed. You know, that's why our reports are IRS backed. We do offer audit protection on there. 
And first, Michael, I just wanted to bring up the fact as well that doing one of these studies does not raise any type of red flags or doesn't raise any type of concern with the IRS. In fact, our detail that you're getting on the report is going to be far more than you're going to be receiving or having from any type of CPA. So you'll have way more detail than you can possibly need. And then you'll have the, all the detail for each specific component in your actual building. So like we're talking about, Michael, if you decided to ever do any construction on that building, you can take those off assets off by you know, disposing those specific assets, taking that basis and lowering that basis amount. So again, it, provi it provides a number of different uh, support for any tax strategy you may have. So not only just accelerating depreciation, but now we're looking at each specific component that you can do a lot of different tax strategies on. Yeah, that was going to be one question I had, Isaac, was if if I own a, a commercial real estate property and I make you know improvements to that or I want to expand, uh, is that qualify me for an additional study or is it sort of you do it one study on the building and then you're then you're done you know it depends it depends on the property itself so if you had a property michael a commercial real estate maybe you had a, sh a small shopping center or even maybe you had some houses that you're using for airbnb you know you can do a cost segregation on the acquisition itself receive that great benefit now let's just say a year later you decide to do some renovations absolutely you can take advantage of that doing another cost segregation study a lot of times I see clients that had property that they purchased maybe a year ago and they did some renovations. We take a look at all that. We throw that all into one study and you'll have all the detail you're going to need. You'll be able to take the accelerated depreciation on the acquisition as well as their improvements. So you get a double hit there and it's definitely really beneficial. I see a lot of clients smiling after they see the benefit they're able to receive. Yeah, that's really interesting. The other question I had was, and obviously every property is going to be unique, but are there any themes in terms of the type of the type of uh, commercial operations within the real estate that maybe will adjust the like how much accelerated depreciation can you get? I'm thinking if you know you have a, a residential real estate versus let's say a manufacturing facility or something along those lines, and maybe has a lot more equipment inside of the building. Does that get you some faster depreciation for that type of building? Right. The, there's a number of different types of buildings. And, and first, I want to just bring that up that every single building will get a great benefit on this or anything. And talking about even a residential small house like we talked about earlier to a large Amazon warehouse or a manufacturing company, all these all these can definitely benefit off of a cost segregation study. I'll take we'll talk about a, a multifamily unit property. Now, when we're looking at a multifamily unit property, we're probably looking anywhere from about five to maybe 35% of accelerated depreciation that we can segregate off. The reason that they vary so much is, let's just say you had a, an apartment complex in downtown LA. You know, we're not going to see minimal land improvements. There's not a lot of land out there in LA. You know, the, right. the property is scarce. So you're not going to have these sprawling walkways, these swimming pools that are going to be outdoors and land improvements. Now, you may have the fixtures and the internal side that we can go ahead and accelerate as well as some of the conduit and all this different specialty equipment that you may have. But like I said, we don't have those land improvements versus if you had something, let's say in Oklahoma with sprawling land improvements. I personally have seen these large apartment complexes out there and they're beautiful. We have talking about walkways, swimming pools, jungle gyms, a lot of different uh, land improvements that they have here. So we're able to take those, including on top of that, the specialty equipment that they have, if they have any type of uh, recreational room, the specialty electrical components they have in specialty lightings. These are the items that our engineers go and segregate, value out each specific component, 
And that's what give you that variance to give you that five to 35% of accelerated depreciation on apartments. Like you talked about earlier about those, uh, those office buildings, you know, there's, you can have a, a standard small accounting office that maybe is going to push you around 15% of accelerated depreciation, but then you could have a medical office buildings. I've seen medical office buildings with special electrical components that we were talking about earlier for different medical devices that they use. These are the things that you can go ahead and accelerate, not only the devices themselves, but the way that they are actually hooked onto the actual wall. We're talking about the electrical components that go into these, these feeds. These are the things that we really want to look at and our engineers are able to identify and value out in order to really accelerate that depreciation. So those medical office buildings, what's going to push you on a higher range of 35%. Um, and that's, and it, it varies, you know, like we said, we can do it on any type of property. I've, I've done a cost segregation study on a sawmill. I've done it on a hospital. I've done it on a small single, single multifamily residential property. So um, it all varies on each one of the components. Even though you may think that there's not something there, there can be. You know, we get a lot of great benefits off mobile home parks. You know, a lot of people right. are thinking, well, Isaac, there isn't any specialty components there. How do you? You got to understand the tax laws and really understand what specialty equipment in and how it really translates into a lot of real estate realms. And that's where, you know, it's it's that's where it's really beneficial that if you had any question or even thought that you could benefit is run it by us, you know, run it by a professional. They're going to let you know that, yes, this is this is going to be something you could definitely benefit on. And most importantly, it's it's free, Michael, to get these assessments. So. Right. You know, people are not taking advantage of it. They really need to really see out there and talk with their CPA or talk with their cost segregation professional firms and see exactly if they can benefit from this study. Yeah, I think that that's, I mean, if there's one takeaway that I have and for our listeners is really, you know, again, Capstan really, they're not going to charge you for that initial analysis. I mean, it's really a very low barrier to getting your property looked at and just seeing if it fits and how, what benefit it has. It's It, it seems like a no brainer to me. We're running a little bit low on time, uh, Isaac. So I want to first thank you again for enlightening us uh, on on this strategy that I think, again, is just underutilized in the commercial real estate world. But you alluded to the bonus depreciation concept and this year being sort of the end of that. And I was hoping you could maybe touch on a little bit of the legislative outlook as it relates to cost segregation, because it sounds like there maybe is, for our listeners that might want to consider this, on their property for this year in 2022, that there might be some time constraints. So I was hoping you can maybe take a few minutes and touch on on that sort of the legislative outlook, if you will. All right, guys, like we talked about here earlier about the history of cost segregation here, we first came along with the, with the PATH Act, which later turned into the TCJA or the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. One of the big changes here that came along with the TCJA was 10 years of predictable bonus rates up until 2026. Now, let me take a step back and really help you understand what bonus depreciation is. We have commercial real estate that has a 39-year life, like we talked about a little earlier. Residential real estate is going to have 27 and a half year life. But through our cost segregation studies, we're segregating specific assets like we're talking about with that five, seven, and 15-year life. We're segregating these assets. Now, those assets that are segregated into those five, seven, and 15-year life can be accelerated by taking bonus depreciation. That means you don't have to wait five, seven, or 15 years. That means you can take it all within year one. 
So that is huge when we're talking about real estate investors or real estate owners that are out there because they're able to take that benefit that they would have to wait five, seven to 15 years and take it all in year one. And Michael, I'm excited about this because I'm seeing a lot of real estate investors going out there and utilizing this study, taking this and going out and buying another property. Now, guys, like we talked about a little earlier, bonus depreciation ends in 2022 at 100%. But that is okay. If you're not going to do your taxes into 2023 for your real estate, it's still at 80%, which is still good. But 100% sounds a lot better than 80%. Like okay. So, right. yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, from a time is of the essence standpoint, if this, if you're listening to this and this sounds like something that you'd want to consider, you might want to jump on it quickly before the end of the year. So, just to take advantage of that, because that is a 20% difference is can, be a big number depending on the property and and what savings you can get through this study. So I would certainly reach out to your tax professionals or reach out to Capstan directly to make sure that at least at least you have that information ahead of time, right? Absolutely. You know, like I said, it's still going around to 2026. It drops down, you know, 20% each year. But like we said earlier, you know, 100% sounds a lot better to me than 80%. So um, take advantage while you can. Yeah, it does to me as well. Well, Isaac, uh, fortunately, we're out of time for this episode. I want to thank you again for enlightening everybody here today. And I'd love to have you back on. And maybe we can get into some case studies and maybe a little bit more specifics on some of the benefits that cost segregation can provide to real estate owners. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on board, Dan. Thanks so much. Isaac, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest. Of course, Michael, thank you for bringing him in and facilitating this today. And our last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Truth About Wealth podcast with John and Michael Paris. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the gentlemen come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. We humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review as this actually does help other people find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Copper Beach Financial Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Truth About Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Copper Beach Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. This material is for informational purposes only. Neither APFS nor its representatives provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Please consult your own tax, legal, or accounting professional before making any decisions. Copper Beach is not affiliated with American Portfolios Financial Services, Inc. and American Portfolios Advisors, Inc. Securities offered through American Portfolio Financial Services, Inc., a member of FINRA SIPC, Investment Advisory and Financial Planning Services offered through American Portfolio Advisors, Inc., an SCC Registered Investment Advisor. These opinions are subject to change at any time without notice. Any comments or postings are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments. Readers should conduct their own review and exercise judgment prior to investing. Investments are not guaranteed, involve risk, and may result in a loss of principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. 
Investments are not suitable for all type of investors. Copper Beach is an unaffiliated entity of American Portfolios Financial Services, Inc. and American Portfolios Advisors, Inc. Any opinion expressed in this forum is not the opinions of American Portfolio Financial Services, Inc. and American Portfolio Advisors, Inc. Capstan Tax Strategies, Copper Beach Financial, and American Portfolios are unaffiliated entities and have not been reviewed by the firm for completeness or accuracy.